So bands, well, both those tools, portability is a huge aspect, something that you can take outside yep. in the elements. I don't have one in right now, but in my fanny pack, I could literally fit a band in here. There you go. So I could literally... That will <laughs> excuse the use of a fanny pack, yeah. right? <laughs> At least you use it for fitness. <laughs> What's up, Saitos? Welcome back to the Sensei Says podcast, offering you weekly discussions with successful people through which we find some actionable advice that will help us improve our life. Thank you for choosing my podcast today. Please, if you haven't done so already, subscribe, share, comment and review. Speaking of reviews, tune in till the very end of this interview. I've got a super cool promo for you guys uh, concerning Apple reviews and it's your chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Now this week's episode, really happy to have Coach Mike Salemi on board. He's a renowned specialist in all things training modalities, so TRX, kettlebell, Bulgarian bag, bands, all of these are tools you may use to uh, train with and uh, all of these have certain aspects to them. I sure did learn a lot listening to Mike and I hope you will too. So how come you come to Tao and not race? <laughs> how can I I'm, I'm enraged. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's been a few years since I've been in Tao and my buddies still give me crap for not racing, but the main thing was just to connect with people more than anything else. So maybe next year. Maybe yeah, maybe. absolutely. I think you're in perfect shape to do that. <laughs> and talking about that, I think it's super interesting that the, 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 the credo that you have and the expertise that you have in modalities and you don't see that often in coaches where mm. the expertise is not the athletic pass per se or the academic uh, training it's more of an exploration on how to move maybe tell me a little bit about, uh, about how that all came about Yeah, I think you said the perfect word, an exploration for movement. Like for me, it's always, the underlying theme behind everything has been exploring movement and therefore exploring myself, but it started in different sports. So from gymnastics to powerlifting, Olympic weightlifting, kettlebell sport. So all of these like niche space sports that not uh -huh. too many people would follow, I did them mainly because I love the community around it and I love what each one brought out. But it was interesting, like each one was a continuation of more and more functional training, more and more exploration. Yeah. So you did the gymnastics as well. Mm -hmm. So you, you went from powerlifting. And what's the difference between the powerlifting? Because I saw that everybody knows powerlifting competitions. But kettlebell competitions? <laughs> what's that about? It's like the world's smallest sport. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that about? You know, it was interesting because I came from kettlebells from Olympic weightlifting. And so, like, my nature has always been like a one rep max type of yeah, guy. Yeah, there you go. And kettlebell sport is 10 minutes. Well, there's a few events, but the main one I compete in, 10 minutes, unbroken, can't set the bells down. Professional division, double 32 kilos, so 72-ish pounds each hand. Clean and jerk, can't stop. So only rest period is at the rack chest level or overhead. And so for me, it was out of my comfort zone. So anything more than three reps for me, one, two, three reps was a lot. And so to do a 10-minute endurance-based event, that's what really attracted me. And I find training with kettlebells kind of hard. <laughs> for, not for the weight, but just by the kettlebell itself on the forms. How do you go beyond that? I, it, maybe it's my technique that's not good, but every time I'm swinging or snatching or, or anything, 
and I do a kettlebell training, I come out of there with my forearms almost as bloodied as, I, as if I were doing a 45-minute UFC fight with elbows to the, to the, the, for, the forehead. <laughs> technique is a huge part. Like I always say, like technique is the saving grace. And it, I mean, the, one of the reasons why I love connecting with martial artists and someone just like yourself is you understand the process of what it takes to move through and kind of like yep. earn your way all the way into a black belt. And so the ranking that I've achieved is called Master of Sport, which is essentially kind of like a black belt level in the sport. Oh. took me almost eight years to get there to to reach that oh, wow. injuries things come along the way but what I've really learned has been I've always been obsessed with technique and continually refining skills and in fact like my one of my programs that I just created is called mastering the kettlebell and I was very adamant that the word be mastering because I feel like it's an ongoing process so hopefully the technique is the saving grace but still I'm still working on being more and more dialed in with every single element of that lift so uh, weightlifting kettlebell and I, on to, uh, you're gonna find the word for me, but I, I saw you on the web, like, it's a, a sandbag, but with bands, what is that? I've never seen that before, but you do it perfectly, and Thank and you. that seems super interesting in the core-wise and um, shoulder girdle-wise also, uh, a lot of technique applied to that, well, it seems like that, so what's that modality? Tremendous amount of technique coordination. It's called the Bulgarian bag. Oh, there you go. And so essentially, it's like a sandbag that's shaped in a U. And it was designed originally by the U.S. Olympic coach for Greco-Roman wrestling. And it was designed to create really, I mean, Olympic-level wrestlers. So you use mainly what you're talking about is those rotational movements, like the 360, which is called the spin. And I'm telling you, like rotational movements, lateral movements. If you want to learn to change your level and, and have to continually adapt, it's a phenomenal tool and modality. And now on to... Um what would be the next one? Oh, the different tools? Yeah, the different tools. Man, Let's talk about so, that. Like, uh, so have you seen any of the videos that I've done on the yeah, suitless ball? Yeah, you've got all the kinds of torture, torture devices. Torture, yeah, so there's the <laughs> suitless ball, which essentially looks like a big medicine ball, but it's got straps on each end. And so that tool, like the Bulgarian bag, amazing for rotation, strength, power, grip. Like usually people don't realize the Bulgarian bag that I've been using for almost 10 years, 90% of the time is just 26 pounds, 12 kilos. In kettlebell sport, I'm lifting double 32 or double 40 kilos for five or 10 minutes. It's the way you use the bag that makes it so unique. But the ball, four kilos is the main thing I'm using, but it's how you use it, how you change levels, accelerate, speed, power. It's it's different than anything I've ever used before. So it's, I, I think it's important to destroy a myth right here. It's not how heavy you lift, it's how good you move always. Quality of movement over quantity of resistance. If you can move well, I always believe if you can move well, you'll set yourself up to do whatever it is, your goal, your dream, if you want to run an obstacle course race, whatever it is, move well first and then let let the let everything open from there. Let the river flow from that point on. And beyond performance, I think we're talking about here longevity of being active, like past 40, past 50, if you've invested in a quality of movement, I think only that's going to keep you away from injuries. Uh, and keep you fit and uh, in shape and in a well-being state for a long period of time. Hell yeah, because I think like if we look at where we're at right now, we're at the Spartan race. Like why? Like let me ask you, like why do you? What's one of the one of one of the one or two reasons why you race? Like what do you get out of it? Um, I think it's a uh, super potent vector of human development. Uh, and because when I was a kid, 
I thoroughly enjoyed American Gladiators. <laughs> that's the closest I found to like doing that without looking like laser with be pump up the muscles and the long, long patty hair. So that's the two reasons. I, Number one is cool. <laughs> Second was kind of lame. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, like what I love what I heard you say was childhood, kid, play. And so that is like this sort of stuff. It I feel like it brings us back to having fun and playfulness and creativity. And I feel like a lot of like so much of my life was in the gym, which was great. But I feel like with these unconventional training tools, like what brings me the most joy is connecting, taking people outside, and being able to, to train with a Bulgarian bag or a kettlebell outside. Mm. And so even if someone is a fighter or that's their where their sport is, they're a wrestler and that's indoors, as much as possible, I try and get them outside and get back to that play aspect. So let's focus on OCR from your expertise. Any modality, any exercise, mixed, uh, mixed up, whatever you want, three best you think for OCR racers out there. So without having personal experience in OCR, I've got a bunch of buddies and have, you know, given them some consulting, but first off, what I would say is, man, kettlebells, Bulgarian bags, and bands. For me, the Hertz bands is what I'm talking about. Uh, some people can look at my Instagram to kind of see the, the movements, the positions that you're in. For me, those would be three amazing tools that you can accomplish so, so much. So the bag, why? That would be the first one. The, why do you think that's uh, relevant? So one, grip. So the importance of grip training, which you guys have to do all yeah. like on so many different events. Like if you look at, man, I can't even tell you, the only time when I've been teaching and out there and I'm teaching workshops and such, I always ask the class, like literally five minutes in, 10 minutes in, I was like, okay, who's, whose grips are just shot in five minutes? 99.99% <laughs> of the people raise their hands, which is <laughs> se even 17 pounds. I, I took big CrossFit, CrossFit Games competitors with just 17 pounds and smoked them in a few minutes. And the only people that say my grip is totally fine and I know it 100% out of 100% is manual therapists. People who work with their hands all day, massage therapists, I go, they don't raise their hand. I go, you wouldn't happen to be a massage therapist or any, a PT, something <laughs> like that. They're like, yes, I am. So grip for you guys, absolutely key. And then again, the ability to change levels, change positions, be strong in every single movement plane is what the bag's so all about. So second would be kettlebell and why? Kettlebell, so with the kettlebell, one of the beautiful things is it is a freedom of movement tool. So you can train pretty much in every plane of movement. But what you can do, which is, you can definitely load the Bulgarian bag, but honestly, like, if I'm training with 37 pounds, that's a pretty heavy Bulgarian bag. With the kettlebells, I can load it even more. I can do double bell works. I'm dealing with awkward implement objects that I've got to move ballistically, strength, condition my shoulders. Anyone who's listening to this, if they're doing like a double kettlebell front squat, Like if they pick, let's say, double 32 bells, if that's their, their, their maximum, try to do that for 10 reps and then go down to 28 kilos, then 24 kilos, then 20, then 16, then 12. Work something like that, just double kettlebell front squats and tell me how much your shoulders, your core is just going to be lit up from that type of down pyramid. So and simplicity and being able to load it a little heavier as well. And the third one was bands. The bands. So bands... Well, both those tools, portability is a huge aspect, something that you can take outside in the elements. I don't have one in right now, but in my fanny pack, I could literally fit a band in here. There you so go. I could literally... That will <laughs> excuse the use of a fanny pack. All right? At least you use it for fitness. All right. We're going to let it fly for that one. My wallet and a fanny pack. So <laughs> I need my passport if I'm traveling. There you go. But the cool thing is, so I got a truck. And on the when you step out of the truck, I've got like a step like on that truck over there. And I could literally hook the band up to the bottom of my truck. I work with a lot of firefighters as well. I can literally go to the station, go anywhere, hook it up right there and be able to train 
all movement planes with literally just a band and it's so much more than just a band it's the creativity of movement and how it forces you to be strong in awkward positions so 12 months from now I'm using all of your tools. Are you from this position to that position? In, in terms of, are you racing or doing an interview next year? <laughs> next year I'm racing. All right, that's racing. what I wanted to. The, the one thing here. I would have to throw in there is I'd have to get some some sprint work in, some 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 hiking it, stuff like that. Some. So you're gonna crush it for sure. <laughs> Really had a good time speaking with coach Mike Salemi. Uh, plus the venue was just magnificent. If you've never been in Tao, I strongly recommend it. For now, let's review what we've learned because I sure did learn things from uh, coach Mike. Training modalities. Here we go. Number one, Bulgarian bag. It's a huge bag with two handles if you uh, haven't trained with that. And it's a pretty intense workout. Allows you to work in all planes of movement and it will blow your grip strength away <laughs> in like a matter of minutes. It's a really intense modality, but strongly recommend. Number two, uh, Mike's specialty, right? Kettlebells. So kettlebells uh, are also portable. I mean, uh, I did the uh, road trip across Canada and the only training uh, tool I brought with me was uh, a kettlebell and I did all my trainings with that. So portability, I would add that, but it will uh, uh, help you develop your shoulder strength, your core strength, and it's a all around good good tool to, to, to have with you. Number three, bands. So portability in number one, uh, benefit from bands. Um, mobility, stability, and don't let yourself be uh, disappointed when you uh, get a uh, band exercise in your circuit routine at the gym or uh, uh, from your coach. Because believe me, uh, you've got all kinds of uh, difficulty and uh, resistance and bands, and uh, some of them with the exercises, they're really brutal. Uh, for myself, I learned a lot uh, with bands, and uh, now I'm uh, implementing a lot of band exercises in my uh, workout routines at my gym here in St. Julie, Canada, called Spartan Fit. Free plug, there you go, uh, especially for uh, shoulder rotators. I think bands are uh, the most relevant tool to use with that. So thank you, Mike. Uh, like I said, sure learned a lot from you, uh, coach. Now what I'd like to know is what are your favorite training modality or modalities? So please share in the comments, uh, whether on YouTube or whichever audio platform you're listening on. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, don't forget to like, comment and share to a friend. I uh, spoke earlier about a promo in relation to uh, Apple Podcasts. So here we go. If you leave a five-star rating and positive review on Apple Podcasts by July 15th, uh, you earn a chance to win a $100 uh, Amazon gift card. So please do so. It will help a lot with the growth of this uh, podcast. Uh, don't forget, you can sign up to the newsletter if you want to catch the episodes fast and first. Reach me daily on my social media. It's always a pleasure to exchange tweets and uh, IG messages and so on and so forth with you at Sensei Says Pod. And on that note, Saitos, I'll see you next week. Us, you are dismissed.
It was minus 80 up there, and we were just kept waiting, and then we got in these big snowstorms, and we were in our tents for seven days in a row, and finally we just had to call it. And that's where Mother Nature kicked in. Back then we heard a lot of LIBA and ministry, and that was inspiration to us. Through the process, we found our identity. We were also putting inspiration 